Hi, everybody. I'm Nick Bollettieri. I'm known all over the world, but I tell you what, I'm still learning and listening to the PTM Podcast. Hi, and welcome to episode 23 of the PTM Podcast, powered by Racket Sports U. I'm your host, Chris Michalowski, a PTM or known as Coach Mick, broadcasting right here from warm and sunny Orlando, Florida. Okay, so when you look back, who do you remember more, your teachers or your coaches? And what's the difference? Well, I know here in the office, even for my own boss, we have different opinions, but I have the mic, so it's time for a story. It's story time with Coach Mick. All right, so when I was in high school, I played on the high school team in Midland, Michigan, and uh, our high school coach was also a teacher. So that's about the only way this is going to line up with today's quick tip. But there was one day when I was out there serving and I was playing a match and I just kept dumping my first serve into the net, just net, 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 net. And I was frustrated. I couldn't figure it out. And he comes over to me and goes, hey, Mick, keep your chin up. So then I went over there and the next time I had to serve, I kept my chin up longer and I realized that I was hitting up into the ball more. And I thought, oh, that's cool. What a great tip. So keeping my chin up just made me hit up into the ball more. And then uh, it was a couple weeks after that, I was playing doubles and I was just dumping my volleys all over the place, in the net, everywhere. I just couldn't volley. It's just one of those days. And he comes up to me and he goes, hey, Mick, keep your chin up. And I'm like, what? Keep your chin up? How do you keep your chin up on a volley? And then it dawned on me. He wasn't trying to give me technical instruction. What he was really trying to do is just encourage me. So he was coaching me and encouraging me and having that interaction with me. I thought he was teaching me, but he was actually coaching me. So what do you think? Was he teaching or coaching me? Let's find out in today's quick tip. And now today's quick tip on the PTM podcast. All right. So today's quick tip is become a good teacher so that you can become a good coach. And it could be in either order, really. And let me just say that teaching and coaching work together. The main ingredient here is learning. That's going to be the total outcome that you should be focused on is learning. So what is teaching? Well, teaching is about the teacher. Can they explain something clear enough for you to understand? Teaching is basically a one-way interaction between the teacher and the student. If I were to create a video, let's say, on how to hit a slice serve, I would basically be teaching you and the rest would be up to you. I sent you the video, you received it, so I taught you something. Now, I would show you all of the steps, but then you'd have to go out and hit serves by yourself. So think about school. There's a teacher or professor up in the front talking to you, and they're, they're talking to you about how an event took place or how a certain process works, sometimes in front of hundreds of students at one time. It's then up to you to take great notes and try to understand what was said so that you will pass the test on whatever it was he or she was trying to teach you. Now, think about who your favorite teachers were in school. They're most likely the ones who interacted with you, watched you, and gave you some feedback. It made you feel good that they paid attention to you and took an interest in who you were. And those are the ones you remember the most versus the ones that just kind of go through the subject, tell you about some part of history, and then you're out of there and they do the same thing seven times in a row. And it's up to you to either remember what they said or take good notes, which leads us in to coaching. All right. So look at those teachers I just described in my last example. They were bridging the gap somewhat by not just teaching the ones that paid attention to you because they were focused on you. So coaching isn't about the coach. It's about the student. So teaching is about the teacher. Coaching is about the student. Now, coaching does require teaching, but then a coach takes the next steps of watching how you perform and then provides feedback and how you can perform even better, analyzes that, and then 
continues on. The cycle just keeps going around in a circle because they keep watching you and talking to you a little bit more. And a coach will help you also set goals, come up with an annual plan and where they feel you should be maybe in a year, provide the steps and how you're going to get there in a year. And there may even be some adjustment along the way because you got sick or you couldn't play or you were injured. But coaches definitely understand this. Now, a teacher is not as concerned about your progress. They teach and then they report on how you did. Now, in the olden days, what was a coach? All right, and this is real olden days. It was a vehicle that got you from one place to another, like a stagecoach, right? Now, as a coach, I'm trying to use this as an analogy. You are a vehicle to get a student from one point to another. Now, great coaches usually don't come standard, like in the old days. They have lots of options included, like, you know, like the air conditioning and, and, and the cool tires. But they have knowledge of technique, knowledge of strategy, nutrition, fitness, the mental game, and all of those that Dr. Kovacs included in episode number 20. So all of these things will help a player get to where they want to go, which is usually being the best player or competitor they can be. As a coach, you need to come up with a plan and monitor where your players are by observing them, providing feedback to keep them on track while providing the next steps of the journey. And your general knowledge of sports science should get you by here. You don't have to be an expert at everything. And it'll also tell you if you need to bring in an expert, like a nutritionist or a fitness expert, depending on your level of coaching. As a coach, like John Wooden said, you need to be able to treat all players differently. And that kind of threw me off for a little bit because a lot of coaches say, I treat all my players the same. Well, John Wooden said, I treat all my players differently. It made sense to me when I read why, because he knew that the students learn and are inspired in different ways. So why teach the same way to everybody or coach the same way to everybody? Coaches know that some students, myself included, like the command style. Well, some might like the cooperative and even some might like the submissive style. And whatever it takes for that coach to get the best out of each and every student makes him or her a great coach instead of just doing it one way. And I know coaches that have gone one way and say, this is the way we do it because this is the best way. And usually, sure, they get some great players along the way, but there's lots of other players who probably didn't progress as much because of the way they were being coached. So any coach that says that one way is the only way has slid back more now to the teacher role. All right, so what now? Should you start with teaching or should you start with coaching? Well, I kind of see it as a combination of both because like we said, a coach has to be able to teach. Teacher doesn't necessarily coach, they just kind of give you instructions. So if you're new to teaching tennis, you may have some great coaching advice, but you just need to brush up on your tennis knowledge. So if you're out there on court, you may be able to sneak some of that in as a head pro is doing all the teaching. Now you wanna add on as many extras to the vehicle, which in this case is you, you're the vehicle, you're the coach, so that you can become a knowledgeable coach and at least have a basic understanding of the science behind the sport. So any way you can brush up on that knowledge, the better. Now, while on court, you may just be following a lesson plan that the head pro made up and expect you to stay in line with what he wants or she wants you to focus on, but there will be a lot of opportunities to start practicing your coaching skill. Now, any moment you take to invest personally with a student, you have crossed a bridge from teaching to coaching. So it might be something very simple like, after seeing someone struggling in class, you pull them aside and at the end, and you show them a few things they can start doing at home to overcome whatever it was they're struggling with. And it's most likely it's something you can relate to. Like you say, hey, you know, when I was working on my serve, one thing that really helped me, and this is what we're talking about today, I did this. Go ahead and give it a try. That may help you accelerate your growth a little bit. Now, even a quick phone call during the week or email to see how it's going puts you in more of a coaching role, and that may lead to something more permanent in the future because remember what we said, people don't care how much you know the teaching part until they know how much you care. So that might be more the coaching part. So if that's true, 
most of you can become good coaches because we're in the people business. So you should be good with people. The knowledge is something you have to learn. If you're in that position, you're gonna be in pretty good shape. By all means, please be genuine about it. Well, bottom line, it's okay to start in the teaching role, following along as an assistant, but absorb all you can from the pros you work with and with the pros you admire in the industry. But if you're a bit uncomfortable, look for those small coaching windows that will help you become more than just a teacher. Remember, it's the learning that's important, and this varies. All some need is to be told once or taught, and some may need a little bit extra or coached. And in the next few episodes, we'll discuss the different types of vehicles or coaches that may get students from one place to another. So which one are you? Well, I hope you'll keep listening every Tuesday and Thursday to find out. Well, that wraps it up for episode 23 of the PTM podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And remember, look for those opportunities to coach so you can transition from the teaching role to the coaching role. Well, are you interested in a career in tennis or know someone who is? Or maybe you want to start a PTM program in your own area. Either way, go to ptmprograms.com and RSU will get you started. And don't forget, there's a huge need for quality coaches and RSU wants to meet you right where you're at and help you reach your destination in the racket sports industry. And as always, if you know someone who may benefit from the podcast, please share it with them and thank you in advance for your support. Well, I'm Coach Mick and I want to thank you for listening and I hope you'll join me again for the next episode of the PTM Podcast.